Card Pod. I'm Jenna. I'm Danica. And we're, we're gay! gay! So gay. So gay. I feel good to say. Yeah. Oh, oh finally, for the first time. <laughs> Not really. I think if you guys have been listening to us, you know that we're gay. Um, but it's good to, to remind people um, that we're gay and like gay for pay. Um, no, wait, no, just pay us money though, in general. Pay, please pay us. Uh, we're sad and poor. Yeah, very gay though. Um, uh, which a lot of Instagram followers of ours don't seem to understand. Do not uh, understand. I had a really wonderful fight with somebody earlier today. Jenna's been fighting the good fight for a long time, and I finally got involved, and I was like, oh, exhausted. <laughs> so much. I like that's why I kind of let a lot of them just fight with each other because I like I don't even. Eventually, one know. of them will perish. Yeah, I can't. Um, I think I was the one that perished today. Uh, I just ugh, cannot. I get mad at, like, all these, like, semi-racists on our Instagram, like, memes who are like, I don't like Wills because of his hair. And I'm like, why, though? Like, why? Oh, no. Let's talk about it. Yes. I'm sorry about that ding. You should all... Gonna... Justin, don't talk anymore. Yeah, tell him not to text anymore. Stop texting. Stop texting. So... They, yeah, and, like, so Dan had to, like, get kind of in the trenches today, and it was not great. I will say, today's a really, today's a really interesting day for us as Bachelor Nation, like, members, Dan and I specifically, and as hosts, as people who have, like, a teensy platform, but also just, like, people who are, we're just, like, humans, and it's just, it's just, like, weird because this should be a day of celebration, um, I think you and I were really, really excited yesterday, yeah. and we were like, fuck, this is, like, what I wanted to see for so long, and, like, I feel like we felt seen, and then to see the response mm. um, from something that, like, clearly, like, the producers were really proud of, Chris Harrison was proud of, the people in the cast were really proud of, and then to see just, like, Midwestern moms, like, shitting on it has been very difficult as queer people to see, um, like, more difficult than I expected it. To yeah, be, which like is I think weird. <laughs> I think this is like one of the first times where you and I both came in. Like we just had dinner, um, and we're kind of talking beforehand, and we I think we're both just like fucking drained. You know, mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where we weren't really expecting for it to be this poorly received, and because we were so fucking. We were so fucking excited about it last night. And, like, I think a good portion of the community, or sorry, even just, like, people who are not necessarily queer in Bachelor Nation were still excited Mm -hmm. to see this love story kind of happen, for better or for worse. And then it all falls apart because they want to stay on the show. And it's like, wait, where was all of that, like excitement and like memes and like we stand demi and just like all of that just like disappeared and it feels really like like we had the rug taken from underneath me in a lot of ways because i was like oh we're so excited and then now it's like Ugh. oh you gotta follow the rules or you can't be on paradise <laughs> like shut the fuck up oh, fuck there are no rules in paradise like uh, no my, rules just right eat um, my entire ass karen 92 please oh my god so, I think we're just going to, like, recap briefly, and then we're going to talk. We're going to talk about, we're going to have some queer talk, um, and hopefully you guys are down to, like, listen to us two <laughs> femmes in Portland, Oregon with some opinions, which I know is probably not surprising to most people, but 
I think women with opinions. <laughs> Egad. Egad. Oh my god. Um. Oh, it was which is great because actually there's. Uh, Demi got shot on a lot this episode, and, yeah. and we have to talk about all that. We um, have to talk about so much. So, so much stuff. we we start off with the rose ceremony. Well, kind of the extended rose ceremony. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my god! Actually, yeah, I already <laughs> forgot about all this. I didn't take notes this week because I was so emotional. I was like, this is real. We're About just... being gay. That I just, like, <laughs> I didn't have time. <laughs> oh, so real. Uh, yeah, well, so, like, we haven't, we didn't get a rose ceremony last week. It start, the rose, um, the cocktail party started, and then we had this, like, to be continued because Jordan went over and, like, a, you know, instigated a, like, thing with a pinata. And it was he was just, basically like, doing the same thing that he did when he threw the, the dog into the ocean mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Simpler times. Clay was like, don't do that. Don't do that. I do not condone this. I'm not a part of this at all. Uh, Jordan goes over. He, like, tries to unhook the pinata. What's his name? Christian? Christian, yeah. Christian is just like, no motherfucking way are you going to do that. No. They get in a very weird physical tiff. Uh, Jordan body slams him off of a palapa. Which is so fucking funny. To it's a, it's a it weird was, sentence to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I guess Christian, like, actually gets his head, like, slammed against a step or some pot or whatever. And so, like, he has, like, blood even coming out of him, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, he and, had, like, a sling around his shoulder later. Yeah. I mean, that's unfortunate for sure. But also, wow, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yes, please. But also, I feel like... We were talking about this last night, and I think all of us were like, yeah, well, Jordan knew he was going to go home. Mm -hmm. Like, he wasn't going to get a rose. Mm -hmm. So, like, why the fuck not? He just totally helped his man Clay out. It was Mm -hmm. totally cool, man. Uh, I do think it was was, uh, sad as a feminist because I um, was... (laughs) sad to see it all be like handled so responsibly and feel like I was shorted in some way but then I had to like drama right and I had to like look at myself in the mirror that night and be like this is what you ask for from the producers (laughs) Jenna you should just like be thankful that they were like we're not taking any sides but we're removing both of your asses and I ultimately that was the best choice but it definitely like made me question who I am as a person, which, God, I hate when this franchise does this. <laughs> Fuck you guys. When you have to do self-reflection off this show where people are just so fucking <sighs> nasty to each other, ew, like, ugh, you Christ. hate to see it. I hate it. Um, so, Nicole is in the background, and she, you get this moment with her where she's just, like, realizing that she's been a stupid bitch this whole time, <laughs> where she's, like, it's one thing to be, like, this fiery guy, but it's another thing to put someone in danger and, like, physically hurt someone. When she's been asking Clay to be, like, I want you to be more aggressive, like, please, like, I want you to show me that you care about me by, like, being this, like, aggro person, and Clay's just, like, okay, I think I can do that, and his voice is, like, shaking, <laughs> and he's... 25 feet tall and like the biggest actual man I've ever seen in my life. Literally. Wonderful. Um, so like the production team is meeting with Jordan and Christian separately. They're like anybody who touches anybody else, we can't have it. Um, so they both get kicked off the show. Um, Chris Harrison comes back to tell the cast that Jordan and Christian have been sent home. Um, and then there's this weird, like, I mean, like, really all that does is just 
guarantees that Clay gets a rose. Right. From Nicole. Yes. Basically. Um, and, like, you're like, okay, cool. There's also, like, maybe a little more roses to go around. But. But. What we find out is that Oneka is feeling her feels and is not really getting um, the attention that she thinks that she deserves or wants, um, which is fair, to be honest. I mean. It's funny, though, because Cam is the one that's talking to her. Cam, who is definitely for sure one billion percent not getting a rose this mm-hmm. week, is like, I don't want you to give your rose to Mike. He doesn't really like he said he told me that he doesn't think you're his type. It's like that's you that is such a First snake all, move. Mike has never even thought about you for a second, you fucking lizard. Yeah. And like all while I do think that what Cam said is true. Probably. <laughs> Mike is probably not into Onyeka. Like Cam, I feel like, thought that by telling her this, mm-hmm. he was going to get her rose, mm-hmm. and instead she was like, oh my god, all of these slimy idiots are here, and the only person I'm interested in is an end to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. So, Onyeka makes a tearful announcement that she's gonna leave. <laughs> and Cam's face was just like, oh boy. Cam just, like, literally flushed himself down the toilet. With his honest answer. Like, he was literally trying to do the... Like, because he thinks that Mike fucked him last season, he was trying to fuck Mike over, and it supremely didn't work, and it was one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a good shining moment in the whole show, for sure. There's very few of those, and that was a good moment. Um, Thank you for your service. his fucking just deserves, and... He is gone from our lives for a while now, so thank God. Um, oh, it's the worst. Unfortunately, we had a couple of other people leave. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Kevin leaves. He, oh, whatever. Fuck that guy. It's just, it's um, he, he was so entitled. He's just like, I mean, I would expect that these women would give me my rose and I can pursue all these kinds of like, shut up. No shut up, shut up, you. shut up. And then. Um, here's the fucked up part. So everyone gets, everyone's like, all the women are giving out roses. The one that we all were like, ooh, would be Hannah G. And she gives Dylan her rose, mm-hmm. um, which was, I actually did not know what was going to happen. It was kind of a, a touch or go moment there for me. Uh, she gives Dylan her rose, which is good, and probably the best moment of the show as well. Is that you just see this shot on Blake's face of his, him kind of being like, oh no. And you can see directly behind him, Mike, smiling. smiling. So big. Yeah. Laughing, basically. Yeah. And a couple of men around him all just like, oh, burst Beaming. into smile. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. It was wonderful. And you know how I feel about Mike's teeth, so oh. I was especially <laughs> horny about it. Oh, freeze frame <laughs> just <laughs> grab it um and so um but then then fucking christina christina's the last one to go like hannah gets to go second to last and then it's christina Mm-mm-mm. and so at that point we have like four dudes left it's like cam kevin uh wills and blake and christina saves the worst man the worst man the worst man. Hortzman. Hortzman. She's the Hortzman. The Hortzman. The Hortzman. Hortzman. And she gives Blake the rose and she's some fucking dumbass shit about how everyone deserves love. Um, I'm so sorry, but also Will deserves love too. So yeah. you can just like eat rocks. Yeah. Christina. Not really. 
that's the thing is like I really like Christina, I but do. like again, justice for Wills. Like so, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I mean, this just felt like a very. This is one of those moments where I'm like, this was produced. Because- and here's the thing, exactly. Yeah, everyone on Twitter, Twitter was a lit up with like her, people in her mentions being like, so how much do the producers pay you? <laughs> like legit, how much? Because, I mean, come on. Like I would create a GoFundMe for Will's, to just stay. I can't. I can't. It's so weird. And, like, she wants to give this whole, like, um, I'm doing this whole revenge plan. And I'm going to make Blake sit in the shit he, you know, the bed he made. And he's going to. And, like, honestly, I was kind of horny about it. For sure. But, eh, I don't know. Just, like, do revenge on your own time, you know. Seriously? Like, don't make, don't make Wills go home because you have, like, this weird revenge plot with Horseman. <sighs> Well, and, like, give Will's credit on his, like, limo ride out of paradise. He was like, oh, God, we have to tell them to start taxing. (laughs) I'm on it. Yes. And then he was like, well, I mean, I don't understand why she would go back to the man that she keeps talking shit about. So you're just going to have to ask her. And I really gave Will's, like, it was pretty great. He is so bitter and he's so... He's also his Instagram presence has been so great lately and he posted no less than like 75 Instagram stories today that were just him reposting people losing their shits about him being gone and mm-hmm. I was like I am so here for a man who's just like oh that was you texting oh, him though <laughs> so sorry friends um I don't know how to turn that sound off on my laptop <laughs> I think you push me out that's probably the problem okay it doesn't matter <laughs> I'm scared to push mute because I don't know if it'll mute that whole podcast. We don't know how to do this, bitches. <laughs> so, it was, I, good job, Wills. And I don't know, uh, Wills for Bachelor. We'll see. Someday. Someday. So, they, a new day. We have a new day. And um, I mean, everyone's just like chilling until this uh, Canadian girl, Caitlin, comes on. And it's not the Canadian girl, Caitlin, that I love and adore. No. It's a different Caitlin. It's a different Caitlin. You'll remember her from Colton season um, when she you got You will dumped. not remember her from Colton season because I was like, wait, is she from like a million years ago? Was she like the teen mom? <laughs> from like yeah, a different one. season three? Yeah, it was like Julia I, or something. Yeah. Oh my God. No. You'll, you correct though, Dan's right. You will not remember her from Colton <laughs> season in the sense that because she got dumped because um, Colton said she was too boring. And he asked her what her trauma story was, basically. And she was like, I don't know. I'm good. I've never been dumped before. And I like to party. And he's like, No, thank you. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bye bye. Um, so, anyway, she's back. She's gorgeous. She's a prettier version of Kaylin. Let's just say it. I'm putting that out there. It's true. Like, I think if. Kaylin and Christina had a baby, to be honest, it would be Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. That's actually really good. Um, so Caitlin finds Blake eventually. Um, she talks to Dean, because everyone is still horny about Dean, even though Dean has put on a disguise that makes him unattractive. You are horny. I know I'm horny about Dean. Okay. I know. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm just saying that, okay. like, he put on his best disguise 
to be like, nobody pay attention to me this season. And still everyone's like, um, yes, I would like that clean Dean dick. Thank you. Oh, fair. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not working, Dean. Yeah. And so you can just shave your mustache. It, everyone's going to love you for all of eternity, even though you did so many fucked up things and um, you, you've gone dirty yourself. It, it's not going to work. Yeah. Caitlin goes up to Dean. Um, she goes up to Derek and John Paul Jones. I basically gets kind of rejected, softly rejected by mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, they're like, I'm so sorry. And then goes up to Blake, who is so devastated that Hannah didn't give him a rose that he goes out on a date with her. And this is probably some of the best, the most best and horrific parts of the Blake of this two episodes was he has this, like, aside with the producers in the moment, and he's like, I mean, it's been a really hard week for me here and all these things and I'm just really ready to like forgive myself and I think it's really important that I forgive myself in order to keep moving on it's not like I killed anybody or even cheated um actually kind of <laughs> you did kind of cheat kind of um because you were in a relationship with Christina okay well all right uh-huh. um also if you're like your level of uh, deciding Morality? how bad you did is I didn't kill anybody that means you still did something pretty bad yeah. and you're like just a reminder to all the fans out there I didn't commit one murder like what the fuck and also ugh, you're just icky and he also does this thing where he's like yeah we met at stagecoach but we didn't fuck <laughs> we didn't fuck at stagecoach I want everyone to know we didn't have sex he does this multiple times over the next like two episodes where he's like oh yeah I've met her before but we didn't fuck we didn't so like you skeevy bastard and so fucking skeevy asshole he agrees to go on the date they do tantric yoga <laughs> they put their butts together and they put they do anal they put their butts together it's so funny that Bachelor Nation wants to get so mad about two femme uh, bisexuals but um <laughs> I can see the text. <laughs> okay, this is a good reminder. Pause, everybody. The text is regarding us telling our friends, Justin and Curtis, who we will talk positively about on this episode because they asked us to. Um, we're not being forced to. Um, anyway. Uh, Someone called the police. <laughs> we're being held against our will. Um, but they we, we forced them to write us a review because um, apparently our fans are not writing us reviews. And guys... You guys. Just write us a review. Again, one review. And just then we don't... Review. I can divorce Curtis and Justin as soon as you write us a positive review, please. please. That's all we need. And then they will stop interrupting the podcast. Okay. Um, so the only way we're going to get out of this hostage situation is just go on iTunes and write us a review. You don't even have to write anything fancy. Just say that hosts are really hot and I want to marry them. That's all we're asking. Just, like, comment something nice about my boobs. I just hung out with my mom for a week and I feel very self-conscious. Please help Danica. <laughs> For pennies a day, you can help her feel good about her body. Yeah, thank you. If you, like, just stop going to Starbucks, you can give me $3 of self-worth. Thank you. so easy. Anyway, Um, after... So, Blake and Caitlin go on this date. Yes. They do tantric sex yoga. Um... (laughs) Blake sort of, like, fills her in on what's going on on Paradise, and she's like, oh, you've never done anything wrong, and I'm just like, you're stupid. (laughs) So stupid. And she's like, oh, I don't really mind at all. Like, you're cool. You were, like, single. It's no big deal. And he, like, in the moment is like, 
she accepted me and that was like all I needed. And you're yeah. like, you just needed a woman to be like not mad at you. Yeah. And that was all you needed. Yeah. And you didn't even give her like really the full story. But anyway, yeah, they mm-hmm. make out whatever. But they come back and um, when they come back, Dylan gets a date rose. Card, sorry, and um, wow, you forgot the name of our own I know. podcast. Oh, god, <laughs> the the nine month fatigue is setting in. Y'all. Oh my god, we've had we've had our bachelor baby, and we are both fucking exhausted. Well, this is literally what it is it's like December time. We're like, okay, we got pregnant, and then like nine months later, we're like, I need to push this bib baby out of my asshole or yeah. like leave me alone. No, okay, so Dylan gets a date card, and he's like, um, who am I gonna bring on this date? And he like, tells the really cool, like, oh, I don't fucking know who I'm gonna pick, but oh Hannah, God. shut up. But what's the best part is that <laughs> we pan to Blake, and he's hugging a tree. So much. He does, he, like, literally, like, has a full-on, like, erect penis. I can just tell. Just like, know. hugging whatever kind of fucking tree is there. And he's like, it sucks that they're, like, dating right in front of me. <laughs> Which is so fucking hilarious for, like, 9,000 reasons. But mostly because he has dated five people on this beach. Five to six people on this beach at this point, And he does not ever ever think that it might also suck for them like he's just like oh the the one barbie that i liked the most it is truly like we you can we can go on and on about the all the other little things he did and blah 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 but ultimately what it does boil down to is he doesn't have much empathy for like literally anyone else other than himself and he is just truly a selfish man um, and I feel fooled that I ever thought he was somebody otherwise. Yeah. Um, cause I think this is actually a personality trait that's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was not, not necessarily that he got a good edit and like got like famous or whatever. I think he just generally only thinks of himself mm-hmm. and he, yeah, he's just like, Oh my God, they're dating in front of me. It's going to make me feel sad. It's like, what about how Hannah felt for a while? What about Tasha? What about any of these other women? Well, also like, even if we're gonna like have sympathy for Dylan, who I, again, I think is mm-hmm. too clingy. Like, literally the night before, they had the rose ceremony, and Blake was, like, dancing with her on the beach and, like, making out with her in front of Dylan. Like, is that not the same? Yeah, it is. He can't handle anything that's not going his way. Um, so, Dylan and Hannah go on this date. They go to dinner. Um, he shares his trauma. Finally. Um, (laughs) Who, uh, he's gay. That's the trauma. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, he, uh, was inspired by his mom who, um, held his family together when his dad was diagnosed with cancer, um, which is totally admirable. I totally get it. And then he... It's nice. It gives him a little bit of an edge, for sure. He gives it, it gives him some depth, whereas I'm like, okay, I get, I get why you're clinging a little bit. Um, he says, I'm starting to fall in love with you. I screamed, fell into the toilet, and died. It's too soon. It's two weeks. Like, I, like, literally, like, this is so many things for me. This screams so many of my, like, ex-boyfriends who were very sweet at the beginning and ended up being very, very weird, clingy. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't say abusive, but just, like, not, 
not good for me. Mm-hmm. It's totally different vibe than the Luke situation of mm-hmm. Hannah's season because both of them are in theory kind of doing a little bit of a love bombing situation. Mm-hmm. However, Dylan is the type of guy that's going to go on in that relationship and be really clingy and um, oof, probably potentially be the type of person who would kind of put you on this pedestal and then when he's not as happy anymore, mm-hmm. blame you for the lack of happiness versus yep. Luke was more like malicious and abusive in that other ways. But like I had a boyfriend that did that too and he stopped taking antidepressant medication within weeks of meeting me because I made him happy. Yeah. That's not okay. No. If somebody stops taking their pills because they make you so happy, like I don't, people can get off pills if they want to, but if it's the reason is because of you, that's yeah. Because I can't replace literal medication. Yeah. <laughs> so like, sorry. No offense, but I'm a depressive. I am not an endorphin. Thank it's, you very much. Yeah, like, literally. So yeah, he, he that ha- is... That's what scares me about him is yeah. that he, like, reminds me of so... Like, so many good people that good. I've dated... Good people, yeah, sure. ...who have just made very bad decisions... <gasps> Which is ...while fair. dating. You know, it's he's young and whatever. That, like, ended up being very painful for me and like it's not like necessarily like abusive but like was it the right thing to do like no it fucking wasn't and I don't know he he just like he's such like a stage 1000 clinger Mm -hmm. and like saying I love you or I'm falling in love with you after two weeks like again not that I haven't done that before but I'm also mentally ill. <laughs> and also, we've grown a little bit. But yeah, you gotta, the whole pro- practice of leaving somebody better than when you found them is a good, mm-hmm. good rule in this case. Um, so she says that she's all in on him, and that's yeah. her version, which is fair. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. now they're dating. Uh, Chris and Katie um, are heating up, telling each other how much they like each other. Katie says something to the effect of, like, if somebody comes into paradise that catches your eye, though, like, go on a date with them. Like, I'm okay with you exploring other things. I hope that it brings you clarity. And he takes it the completely buck-ass, wild, backwards way. Um, because he's a fucking idiot. I hate men. The end. This is the end of the podcast. Goodbye. (laughs) Good night. I hate men. So bad. Uh, we're back. Anyway, so the thing is, <laughs> is that she clearly was saying it in a way that was very obviously being like, I would actually not like you to do that, but I need to say it because I don't want to appear crazy. Clingy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to dill in your ass right, right now. It's <laughs> a new verb. Yeah. Or. You've been dilling. <laughs> and so he, but he takes it. Oh. She wants me to go on another date. She doesn't even like me. It's like, yeah. you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Ugh, we'll deal with them later. Uh, John Paul Jones and Taisha are hanging out more, and, I mean, I'm both here for it, and also it Extremely makes my... Extremely Yeah, it makes my, like, insides want to, like, melt and come out, like, through my pores, mm-hmm. um, because it's so cringy. The way he talks to her. Yeah, just the way he talks. Talks. End of sentence. Yeah. (laughs) If you're watching the episode back, make sure you look at how he, like, holds her thigh. He just holds it like he's never touched a woman. Like, his fingers only work in, like, Barbie joints, where it's, like, right angle only. I'm going to grab now. I am a blonde man who actually wants a family. And you're like, I don't... 
I'm not sure what your sperm is even made of. It's like silly putty or some shit. Like, do not impregnate me, man, sir. Dude, bro. <laughs> Can't. And he's like, okay. <laughs> but they, like, make out a ton. And honestly, I'm, like, here for it in that way. I'm like, good, 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 good. Keep Tasha yeah, above the fray. Keep Jump Hall above the fray. Just... Y'all stay horny. Just um, do Just it. like don't get engaged, because I will die. Can't. Um, and then we have some Demi and Derek happening. Yes. So Demi is still thinking about her partner, who is like, uh, or not her partner, the person she was dating at home, who is unnamed at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, she's feeling. Really, like, kind of overwhelmed. Like, she likes Derek, but she also, like, she talks about having this feeling where it's, like, I, sometimes I really like him, and sometimes I'm, like, don't touch me. And, like, the amount of holy fuck yeah, I feel that so hard is so so extreme to me. Um, So she's, like, still trying to figure out this relationship. She has a conversation with Chris Harrison we don't get a whole lot out of it other than we see a lot of Chris Harrison doing, like, the things that I feel like counselors learn in their first day of getting their master's degree. Where it's like, <laughs> I hear you. I see you. I understand what you're going through. Thank you for Can telling you, me. Thank you for telling me. Can you tell me more about that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's wonderful. Like, yeah, it's I'm, I'm glad to see it. I'm super fine with um, it. He does say he loves her, and that was funny to me, because mm. I don't think I've ever seen Thank him you. say I love you to any of the contestants ever. I'm sure he says it to people, like, after the show. Like, you know, oh, he's yeah. known, like, Alice, Shaley, and Jared forever. I'm sure he says he loves them. Oh, like, yeah. You have to, like, I, mean, I say I love you to, like, my bus driver. It's fine. But, like, <laughs> it was weird to see Papa Harris do it. I was like, oh, okay, I don't know about this. Papa, she's too young. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy. How old are you? Oh, my God. I think he has a kid that's probably, like, almost 19 anyway, though. Yeah. So, whatever. Next um, contestant. Um, but, like. They're, they're talking to each other, and we don't really know, like, what the outcome of this mm-hmm. conversation is going to be. She's just sort of, like, airing out her feelings to him. Um, and you can tell she's, like, really struggling with, like, thinking about this other person at home and, like, also really liking Derek. And that is the biggest bisexual feeling I've ever, ever seen on television before. It's the truest form of bisexuality in some ways. Not for everybody, but, like, for a lot of people, you can literally have feelings for both genders and anything in between, and you can have them literally very much the same. Like, it can be very fully on. Yeah. And, um, and that's, oh, God, it's so real, and I'm really happy that we're seeing it. So, Hannah comes... To town after... Hannah Brown comes to town. Hannah B comes to town. Um, After Demi talks to Chris Harrison, and she literally just pulls Demi aside and is, like, trying to, like, help her to -hmm. gain clarity in the situation. Um, And that's when you see Demi really start to break down a little bit. mm -hmm. She is... She feels genuinely bad that she feels at this point that it's gone now to a point where she would be leading Derek on. I mean, we have to really remember they've only been here really in reality like five days. So that's another thing to remember when all these people are shitting on Demi later on in real time and later in the episode is like 
This has not been a full-fledged relationship. They've made out on the beach for five days. Yeah. It is fine, y'all. But she is, now because she has talked to him more, she's like, I am starting to feel bad. Yeah. Because I do have these strong feelings for this person at home, and I also have strong feelings for him, and I feel bad. So she's really breaking down. She says she doesn't really know what to do. She feels very conflicted. It's been really eating at her. She also just feels like it's important for her to live her truth, and she tells Hannah that she told her parents that she was bi. And Hannah is like, oh my god, no you didn't. How did that go? She's like, it went really great. I feel really great. I feel really empowered to, like, show my family and friends and other people a side of me that's not just, like, this bubbly person. And hindsight, or to backtrack a little bit, I think in the night previous, there was multiple people being like, Demi's really moody. It's not like her. Something must be so fucking wrong with her. Because she's not smiling and bubbly. And that made me viciously mad. Yeah, same. Because I'm so sorry that a blonde woman wasn't smiling. Yeah. And I think, like, you and I connected with that especially because it's just, like, you and I are both, like, generally, like, extroverted people who are, like, bubbly to a point. But it's just, like, uh, we're also human fucking beings. And, like, yeah, like, we're not going to be, like, hyped all the time. Especially when we're going through, like, some, like, traumatic bullshit. Like, and it's not even bullshit. I don't mean to say that. It's, like, this was a legitimate thing. Like, this is hard. It's hard to have to, like, make a choice like this, especially when you are televised, you are newly coming out, you don't, you haven't been in a relationship with a person of, like, the same gender before. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. That's a lot of pressure. And so, and, like, Demi was already so criticized on her season. She was either beloved or extremely criticized. Even on our podcast, like, I didn't know how to feel about her either. That's fair. And she had a really weird upbringing and, like, I think probably a relatable upbringing, rather, but, like, mm-hmm. one that would cause you to have some mm, self-confidence issues, trust issues, um, identity issues to be... Because let's be fair, she's also... Was Demi's mom yeah, in the prison. one who was yeah. in prison? Okay. And, like, she had... Let's be fair... Uh, a, really a hyper-attractive people do ha- struggle with issues of being put on these pedestals and being, like, seen as these objects. And if you're not somebody who's actually, the, you like, you're a real person, you're being seen as an object in, like, a small town that she was raised in and not having, like, a super strong, like, family mm, structure, for lack of a better word, I'm sure it was, like, really weird for her to... Or even to be put on a pedestal <sighs> in this sense. And then, like, yeah, and then she goes on the show and everyone's like, oh, and then... Ugh. And Derek is like, I feel this, this such strong. a strong connection with you. And yeah. I, like, I feel like we kind of knew, mm-hmm. or we could see certain signs of it, right? Yeah. Like, they weren't super, like, physically affectionate. Um, like, even in the first rose ceremony where Derek gave her his rose and she said, yes, bitch. Like, it was funny and it was wonderful, mm-hmm. but, like, you didn't immediately get that sense that they were, like, romantically connected. No, so it's totally fine. Um, so Hannah's like, well, I'm really proud of you, and I really am so happy that you're, like, living your true self, and that's great. So, what happens next? That's kind of the end of the episode, honestly. Yeah. Like, um, Hannah comes in, Demi mm-hmm. talks about Christian, who she mentions her name for the first time, and it's just, like, I think I need to, like, 
talk to Derek more about this. Um, Derek believes they have a special connection. He kind of wants to work through it. He doesn't want to walk away from their relationship. He is wonderful. He's like, I, uh, it's okay to not know how you feel. I'm not giving up now. I want you in my life. And Demi feels sort of relieved and sort of we like, that's yeah. a wonderful reaction so wonderful. to like someone feeling like uncertain or like insecure about that kind of relationship. You would imagine. <laughs> uh, no, I cannot. Uh, it doesn't exist. Uh, I know. It's really kind of weird to watch this and be like, okay, I'm so sorry. There's a man who's treating somebody with respect. It's so wild, Excuse right? Excuse me. Um, just to like hurry, kind of hurry through the rest of this. Um, Caitlin, Blake, and Christina in the next episode have some drama. Um, I guess the only important part is this, is that Caitlin kind of approached, well, sorry, no. Christina is trying, the men have the roses again this week, and um, Christina is trying to get Blake's friendship rose. And I think that's valid. Yeah, it's totally valid. I'm not even mad about it. And, you know, she just pulls him aside as, like, just, maybe she's pulling a little bit of a cam and trying to, like, throw some of the people under the bus a little bit. But, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. And Blake's a piece of shit, so, like, literally treat him like, dog turds. I don't really care. <laughs> um, so she's like doing her thing or whatever, but Caitlin's over there talking to <laughs> They're just getting, they're amping each other up. It's like a circle of like bullshit. Oh, it's insane. And so they're just like, rah, 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 and like Christina's so manipulative and she's literally atrocious. Oh, uh, literally atrocious. What a fucking bitch. Like all this kind of shit. Like what the fuck? Like Christina is playing the game, and she's not being manipulative or weird. She's just playing the game. It's she's fine. just like, literally, I would like your rose this week. Um, if you have a connection with Caitlyn, give her the rose. Like, whatever. If like, I don't. don't, think... then give it to me and stay another week. Yeah. And find out if there's another woman that comes down the stairs. It's yeah. totally fine, Blake, right? So then Caitlyn's like, oh, and she's a mosquito. I'm going to squash her and all these things. So she pulls Christina aside, and she starts... Kind of just giving her the third degree of like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And Caitlin is like, or Christina's like, um, playing the game. Yeah. And so. she's literally just like, literally, if Blake wants to give you the rose, he'll give you the rose. And if he doesn't want to give you the rose, I'm saying I will take a rose from him. And like, oh, what what does she say? Oh, Caitlin is so obsessed with Christina for some reason, even though she's seeing Dean, who Christina dated last year. That's like, where the it's so is, icky. It's so icky. I bet that's where And it she's like, Kaylin says she made it clear why she's here. She literally called it a rose hunt. And I'm like, um, that's like literally the point of fucking paradise. <laughs> like, go eat show. my entire asshole. Literally. It's, that's what the fucking show's about. Oh my God. Um, so Kaylin starts getting frustrated because Christina's not really, like, being fake with her, I guess? That's, like, the thing. I think that's really what it kind of boils down to. Christina's being very real with her, and Caitlin's, like, um, your realness sounds like you're attacking Dude, she's gaslighting so hard. Right? Like, this is one of the first times I see women gaslighting women that I can remember, like, and I'm sure it's happened before, but, like, she's literally just like, oh, you're not apologizing to me, so you're being mean. And it's just like, like, no, no. like, uh, I don't need to apologize to you. I haven't done anything wrong. I was clear with him what my intentions were. We're not going to date. I don't like him. I've told you this already. Like, you're freaking out because you're also insecure about not getting a rose. Like, 
leave. And then she's like, you're being a mean girl and you should respect women. Women respect women, which is so fucking rich because you just literally spent 10 minutes telling everyone that she's a mosquito and literally atrocious. I'm so sorry. And then she's like, you're unbearable. Like, you're not being nice at all. So wait, women respect women? You're like, you're canceled, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm done with you. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. Caitlin. Ugh. Um, Still don't know who you are. Yeah, and Bye. then there's like the Kate and Chris situation, but we mentioned earlier Kate uh, kind of shot the bed, and now all of a sudden Jen Sav comes in. Jen Sav. Uh, Jen, if you recall, was on Paradise two or three seasons ago. The season before Nick Viall was the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. He dated her on Paradise. She thought she was going to get proposed to at the end, or at least date at the end and he was like super nah I got this very cool opportunity don't know if you've heard of it uh it's called The Bachelor and she got super dumped and um she also I feel like asked out a bunch of people who said no yeah she did the Dean thing right yeah yeah a little bit and so she ends up asking Chris because he's like kind of her only viable option I guess and um, again, I would, I would like to say this now. Y'all are sleeping on Mike and it's really rude. So rude. Like y'all were sleeping on Wills and I will, I will never sleep a day in my life again because y'all slept on Wills. But like for people to not be asking out Mike is atrocious in this moment. Also, he was nowhere to be seen in any of these episodes. It was kind of one point we were it's like, fucked. where is he? And then we finally saw his teeth and Danica could sleep at night yeah <laughs> i need to see mike's teeth three times a day or i i can't go to bed <laughs> so thank you up. anyway jen takes him on the date katie loses her mind um uh, relatably by the way yeah. it's a very relatable um breakdown i totally understand where she's coming from she self-sabotaged herself she knows this i'll give her fucking credit she was so like on the money about like she knew exactly where she made her mistake she knew uh, just everything about herself, which was really nice and refreshing. I enjoyed seeing a woman kind of struggle who didn't, who just understood what she was going through. And she didn't, like, she was mad at herself, of course, but she knew why. And that was just kind of nice. Because um, we, we do that. It's, like, a totally relatable thing. Um, but also, I really didn't think it was that weird in the first place no. to, like, know someone for two weeks oh, and be exactly. like, yeah, go on a date go with other date. people. Like, yeah, if shouldn't. that brings you clarity, mm-hmm. that's great. Like, mm-hmm. it's not good for her game, like, in the long run. Yeah. But, but she was being real and saying something that was real, and I'm not going to falter for that. Yeah. And she shouldn't berate herself too much. But she was, alas. Um, Chris goes on the date with Jen, and he vomits. Um <laughs> One thing Not I related. do love about this season is that men are vomiting so constantly. That's so funny. JPJ and Chris B. Vomit kings. Vomit kings. We love to see it. Um, and the date with her is just kind of like whatever. But when they come back to paradise, they go and hang out in a hot tub for a while. And um, Chris feels all of a sudden very, very weird about he and Katie when they did not talk enough to, like, make him feel weird. He just has feelings for somebody else at this point. Also known as a boner. Oh, so no. sorry. He had a boner, basically. Um, Le boner. Le boner. Um, whatever. Katie finds him, though, after the date, and she's like, did you get any clarity from this? He is sort of like, 
uh, I felt weird about what you said earlier. And um, she's like, yeah, here's, I totally get why you feel that way. Here's what I actually meant and why I felt weird saying this. Um, so she was like, I like you a lot. You're the only person I want to see here, et cetera, et cetera. She like, it took her a while to like come to the truth. I've been there. I've done mm-hmm. that. Amen. If you haven't done that, you're a fucking liar. Um, and then he was like, well, I don't know if I feel the same way anymore. <sighs> and it's really just like, he found someone he's more like sexually attracted to. And, like, doesn't know if he wants to pursue Katie anymore. And that's what happens when you date somebody for two weeks. Yeah, it's like, fucking dawns. Like, what the fuck? Ugh, I can't handle this. Oh, my God. I have to pee. And we're back. (laughs) Back from peeing. (laughs) Uh, So now we have, like, the horrible, heinous Clay and Nicole moment where she is, she wrote with him a song. And it's very ugly. I, I, I just, like, I, no, I have to skip it. Everyone's, of course, we're comparing her to Jed, but it's, like, no comparison. Mm. I feel like singing You're a Touchstone Baby is better than the dark jingle. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's almost like a Katy Perry song, I feel like she's doing, <laughs> like, you're a firework. And do you ever feel like a touchdown baby? <laughs> <laughs> I do, kind of, because I touch myself down there. Ah! All right. Mm. Do you see how big that spiked? I oh have to go God. to church. I'm Goodbye. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, friends. Sorry. Uh, sorry to our four listeners who haven't given us any reviews. Uh, Curtis, Justin, uh, I promise I would talk about you positively, but um, you're not listening this far anyway. Yeah, so fuck you guys. Um, so here comes what we've all been really wanting to talk about. Chris Harrison comes down to the beach and he asks to speak with Denny. Demi. Um, and he pulls her aside, and did we have any quotes for that? He is, he is basically asking her about, like, her experience, um, and she says, I can't imagine not having Christian in my life, mm-hmm. and Chris Harrison asks, well, what about Derek? Um, can you imagine not having Derek in your life? She pauses for a little bit of an uncomfortable amount of time. Yeah. Um, meaning, like, she knows. Yeah, she knows. And that's she totally knows. fine. We know. We love it. It's totally honestly. fine. She's known him for, like, six days. It's mm-hmm. okay. She knew that woman for months. Yeah. Uh, she says, he would give me a lot of the things that I need, and I thought the closer I got to him, the less I would even think about Christian, but it was the opposite. Yeah. Um, that's real. Chris Harrison's listening, um, assures, he does the therapy thing where he's like, I hear you, I respect you and your choices, I love you, and, like, whatever choice you make, I will support it. Um, Derek is naturally feeling like a weird pullback from Demi. Mm -hmm. I think that he has been very patient and wonderful throughout this experience, but he's definitely, like, feeling something is weird. And this is the part that I feel for him probably the most. I mean, you, you hate to see a pullback. I mean, gosh, that is, if that's not the most relatable thing ever, I, you know, I don't know what is for any gender. And it's like, 
when you like somebody you know they're pulling back. Oh god, that fucking hurts. Oh, it's it's oh. really sad. Horrible. Um, even if it's not a good thing for you. I mean, for fuck. Like, ultimately, you walk away from those relationships, and you're like, oh, God, thank God that happened. Yeah. But when you're in but it. But just, like, rejection stinks. Wow. Like, I totally get mm-hmm. it. And not even a clean one. Like, she's kind of just pulling back and, yeah. you know. I will give her, she's not pulling back in a bad way. She's not ghosting him. She's not whatever. She's just kind of, like, putting up walls based on, like, what he even told her. Like, it's okay that you don't know what you want. So, like, she's putting the appropriate amount of barriers, I, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's sad about it, but, like. He's going to be fine. So Chris Harrison says, you know, we've discussed a lot. We've thought about, like, well, what we want to do. We just really ultimately want you to have happiness and joy and to find love. That's why we're here is to find love and help facilitate people finding love. Um, And we just really think that would be the best option for you. And then just very awkwardly goes, walk up the stairs. Walk up the stairs. (laughs) And. Oh, boy. Heavens. I mean. I, I. Oh, I'm about to get so emotional. (laughs) So, he sends her up the stairs. Christian is waiting for her upstairs. And Demi bursts into tears. Like, covers her hand with... Like, her face with her hand. And it was, like, one of the, like, most beautiful, like, queer moments I think I've ever seen on TV. It was so, so so lovely. She, like, broke out into a full-on sprint. And, like, a quick shot of Christian being kind of like, oh, my God, my baby. And then they just, like, run into each other's arms. They spin around a bunch. They start kissing. Just these, like, intense, like, kiss, 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 kiss. It was just, like, so fucking... It was... Not only, like, cute as fuck, but, like... It was, like, a pure moment of, like, just, like, joy, you know? They were so happy to see each other and hold each other. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like... I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. You're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. And if you done, did not watch, Christian is a tall, gorgeous, blonde woman mm-hmm. um, who looks like she could be the FBI on a cool, like, <laughs> romantic comedy show on Stumptown. <laughs> yeah, Stumptown, if you will, please. Um, which I feel very attacked, by the way. I know everyone's not listening to this podcast also in Portland. Like, <laughs> we are, but, like, fuck off. Um <laughs> So, it's just so pretty and so beautiful and, like, just so hyper-femme. Yeah, it's, like, incredibly femme. And I, that's one thing we were going to talk about a little bit later. I think we should recap a little bit more and then we can go into some of the details. Um, Christian basically says that she came to Mexico because she wanted to show Demi that she was committed and she wanted to see where Demi was at. Um, She, Demi is very honest with her, like, when they start talking, and she's like, yeah, I met somebody here, I like him a lot, um, and I've been really conflicted about my feelings with him, but as soon as I saw you, I was like, this is it. Oh. Like, I, you're it. Oh, I'm chills. I know, so do I. It was so beautiful. I mean, fucking, oh my god, Demi deserves all the awards in the world, because honestly, for a young queer bee and, like, whatever, she is being so clear with her words mm-hmm. on all levels also like listening to her and like listening to this podcast the difference between how many likes and ums she uses is amazing <laughs> no but I, I'm just saying that in a good way because like she's very concise with her words yeah and like is real just saying these things and and she's like I apologize and Christ, Christian gets a little um upset 
Yeah. Which is I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same. Like, it's hard when you are in a monogamous relationship and you care about somebody and you hear that, like, they are attracted to or connected Mm -hmm. with somebody else. Like, that's not an easy thing to hear Mm -hmm. when you're in a monogamous relationship, even if it was like this, where it's like, yeah, you, I, I'm giving you room to Mm -hmm. go explore and do this thing. Um, and so she, like, Demi was, like, totally open about how she felt about Derek, and... I'll just say, if Christian was a, a viewer of the show, she would know that she would have... That Demi would have had to have been making some kind of connection in order to still be on the show. You know, like, in hindsight, mm-hmm. like, you don't just go to Paradise and not connect with anybody and still yeah. be on the show for yeah. three-row ceremonies or whatever. Yeah. And I, I think, too, like... So, yeah. Demi was being very honest with how she felt about Derek, and Christian was being honest about how she felt. And then Demi was very, like, that's understandable that you're upset. <laughs> but mm. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go talk to Derek and I'm going to let him know that I am, you know, interested in pursuing a relationship with you. And so Demi goes back down to the beach where everybody else is at. She asks to talk to Derek, pulls him aside, um, and is... Just, like, basically explains, like, how wonderful he is. Which he is. Yeah, he's so I would wonderful. like to reiterate this over and over and over in case any of these motherfucking stupid assholes from Instagram show up again. Mm-hmm. We love Derek. We Super stand hard. Derek. We support Derek yeah. 1,000%. Have you ever heard of Nuance before? <laughs> uh, y'all heard uh, of this thing called Nuance? We can support two people at the same time. It's like, amazing. these people clearly care about each other. He gives a shit about her happiness. She gives a shit about his happiness at the same time. These people have been seeing each other and have known each other for two fucking weeks. He's going to be fucking fine. Anyway, she is. she goes down the second Christian shows up on the beach and is like, hey... I have been talking to you about this the entire motherfucking time I've known you. Yeah. This is becoming real now. I knew it from the second that I saw her mm-hmm. that this was it. And I am so sorry because I know that this affects you in mm-hmm. a certain way. I am so fucking sorry. She says sorry. She's clear. She looks in the fucking eyes when she says it. Mm-hmm. She's like... This is hard, and this is hard, and you, you've given me nothing but support, so mm-hmm. I know that this is extra hard. She's even just, like, praising him. Yeah. Which is a good thing. I mean, you don't have to praise somebody, but, like, it's nice that she's doing it. She's doing literally everything you possibly could do. Yeah. To make it, um, ultimately less hard for him, because mm-hmm. he's the thing. He's going to be upset in the moment, for sure, but, like, in weeks later, when he's thinking about it at night, he's going to be like, oh, this person cared about me, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't in the cards. She wasn't malicious. And that's what's going to help him move on yeah. in the bigger scheme of things. My only criticism of this moment, which is not, it's not even like a fair criticism because I, I do the same things, um, is that he was like, I'm not I can't enough. believe this always happens to me, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, uh-huh. I love you, Derek. This is a conversation for your friends, your family, your therapist. It's not a conversation to put on your SO when you've known them for two weeks. Yeah. And 
so like while that might be true for your experience true. and I totally sympathize mm-hmm. it's just like you don't need to talk to her about that um, but he was being real and honest at the moment so mm-hmm. we're not going to completely fault him for that but yeah. it, it was like ugh, okay but anyway so um she they it's so oh god here's the wildest part to me is he's like I would like to talk to her if I could excuse me yeah why Hello? Yeah. No. Wild. I don't. I. No. I don't understand that part either. Oh. And. Uh, like, I, I was just thinking about it. Like, I, I've i been dumped pretty yeah. recently Ugh. in the last, like, six months or so. And I've started dating somebody new in the last, like, six months or so. I would wild the fuck out if the person that I've been seeing recently wanted to talk to my ex. Like, Why? What like I care about both of them a lot. I had a very like mutual breakup. It was wonderful. We've talked a couple times. We've hung out a couple of times, and it's gone very well. If the person that I was seeing now asked to hang out with this person while I was there and to talk about like anything, I would throw myself into the sun, and I'm not strong enough to do that. <laughs> like. Literally, somebody, Clay would have to pick you up and throw you into the ocean. Yeah. But it's so weird, and she didn't even ask Christian. It just feels very, like, yeah. no, they So, they, they talk to each other, though, like, generally speak. It's, like, cringe, but it, like, goes well. Yeah, like, because nothing like, dramatic so happened. respectful, and he's like, we just want the best for Demi, blah, blah, blah. She's, Demi's just sitting there while these two people yeah. are, like, talking about her happiness, and it was like, well, I'm very relatable. Demi tweets about it, and it's like the fact that I had to see these two people talk about how cool I was. Help! Yeah, <laughs> it's like fair. Yeah, because she uh, is like, no, I'm not that. I'm not a fucking perfect person. Like I mean, you know, ah. Um, yeah. So, oof. Hey. and they they admit there's no animosity between them, and it's just like, okay, well, of okay. course not. Yeah, like what no. do you? I don't even. What do we? Um, they thank Derek for being like such a good guy about the situation he goes off to like meet with producers mm-hmm. i think yeah um and don't it, see. he's just like crying like reasonably like crying yeah, of course. He could totally, this, this, he's just, hurt it's fine just these people online watching him it's like it's okay that he's upset just let him be upset it's fine all these people get upset at some point yeah no one goes out uh it's okay He's not asking for you guys to, like, go on some fucking crusade for him on his behalf. He's okay. He's fine. It's um, been two weeks. It's just ridiculous. So, like, he goes back down to the beach by himself, goes to the bar. Everyone asks what's going on because everyone sort of suspected that Demi was going through, like, a thing. Nobody else has met Christian. Demi's partner at this point. Yeah, Christian. And, um... So Demi is left with the task of introducing Christian to the rest of the cast. Which should be noted that Derek, throughout all of this, has never told anyone about what Demi has yes, through, which I is love amazing. Yeah. Like, people have asked him, and he's just like, that's not my place to oh, tell. So cool. Oh my god, I'm so horny about him. Oh, I love him. So um, Demi <laughs> brings down this woman and, like, introduces her. And with Derek sitting there, which is cringe as well, but hey, what are you going to do? I'm sorry, if Kevin can watch Ashley get married and engaged, Derek can watch this. Yeah. Um, so everyone's, like, so fucking excited for her. It's really sweet. Blake is probably the only one who's just like, 
And then there was, like, happening. Because uh, it doesn't involve me. And that's literally all I care about. And yeah. it's like, I will yeet you into the sun. Yeah. So sorry, sir. Yeet. It's gone. Um. So, basically, Emmy is just like, we're going to stay in paradise together. We're going to have a good summer. Everyone is really happy about it. Uh, our best gay friend, Dylan, is, says, we love you, Demi. Um, everyone hugs. Um, and then they get a date card and they get to go out together. Christian is still kind of confused. Like, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Yeah. Just, like, asking, like, if you want to date multiple people... I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Let's just have it, that conversation. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. Um, which is also a really fair thing for her to ask. It's, like, totally mm-hmm. fine. It's not even a dramatic thing. Um, which, eventually, they make it pretty non-dramatic. They have dinner. It's really beautiful. Uh, Demi assures her that she, while she did come to Paradise specifically for that reason, to find out what she wanted to do with her life and who she wanted to date, the more and more she got to know him, the more and more she got to have time away from Christian, the more and more she thought about her, mm-hmm. the more and more she knew that this is what she wanted, and seeing her on the beach was, like, all she needed to know, she really wants to be with her, she really wants to be like her, she, you know, gives Christian much compliments, it's just so sweet. Yeah, she, Demi talks about, like, being a skeptic. Oh, and, so real. And, um, like, admiring Christian for being so confident and so, like, self-assured about, like, these certain things. And then, um, Demi is basically, like, I will do whatever I need to do to make sure that I, like, that you know that I care about you and that I'm here for you. Um, like, that's all I want to do. Um, they kiss. Kiss, kiss, kiss. And they exchange mutual I love you. (gasps) And, um, I think that's so wonderful. I'm going to die. And then they go over near a pool and they, Christian gives a toast about, you know, cheers to their, like, adventure in their life and, like, how excited she is. And then they make out and they, like, make out. And this is the first time that Jenna and I have ever mutually come before um because we have seen a lot of kisses on bachelor and bachelorette it's disgusting y'all y'all straights figure it out it's disgusting oof because it was so funny how much I really liked this kiss and it was all because it was two women who would have known two women that was what the whole problem was it was that there was a man involved there's oh, not enough gays in this so franchise. Fucking wild. Okay, speaking of which. Okay, so now we're gonna. Go no, the recap is over. Recap and is now over. we're talking about gay shit. We're talking about gay shit because here's homophobes the turn thing. it off. No, keep it on, homophobes, because you need to hear it. Here's the fun fact: is a lot of these people who are on the internet getting real mad about this and getting real pressed are not even what you would quote unquote call a homophobe. Um, cause, cause. A lot of these people, I feel like, probably have people in their life who are queer, you know, um, who, and they probably watch Modern Family, <laughs> and they probably, you know, consume the queer eye for the straight guy. It's like, I don't think a lot of these people are out here necessarily. Most of these, the ones I'm interacting with are, like, literally out there trying to Nobody's out tear here. down yeah. the queer um, agenda for per se. Although, however, there also is a whole portion of 
Bachelor Nation who are putting, I looked, I made the unfortunate misstep of looking at Christian's Instagram today and looking at comments on her recent photo, which was not even about Demi, it was like about her nephew, for fuck's sakes. It was literally a photo of her and her sweet baby nephew, mm -hmm. and people were quoting the Bible to her and all these things. Because here's a fun fact, actually, we don't know much about Christian. Um, she's an ordained minister. She is a, like, video producer for, like, music videos and all their other things. But she's, she's like, she considers herself a Christian. Mm -hmm. Like, she's of faith. Yeah. And can still be a queer person. And people were just like, if you consider yourself a Christian, you should look at that. It was just insane. I could not handle it. No. Amongst other things I could not handle today. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> do you have opinions, Dan? You want to? <laughs> oh, no, I have no opinions no about opinions. any of this. No, like, uh. Growing up, like, queer in the Christian church, uh, I have oh, many opinions about it. It's just, like, where where do I even begin? I know. It's pretty hard to... You know what I mean? Like... Oh, let's talk about... Okay, let's talk about why, why it is so important to... I think we've done a decent job about talking, and I think most people would understand. Most people would understand why it is important to show a queer relationship on those show. Where I think the rub is coming from is that people are like, why are they staying on my show? Yeah, or like, wh like why does Derek have, like, why was Derek hurt? Yeah, in order for these queer women to have love. Like, and like, they should have gone home. Like, if they wanted to pursue this... Like, the comment I've seen over and over again is, like, oh, they just wanted a vacation. Like, and it's... To me, it's entirely offensive because it's just, like, why don't... They... they <sighs> sorry. I'm getting, like, really, like, rubbed the wrong way just thinking about these people's comments because we've been interacting with them all day and I'm, like, honestly exhausted. Like, people are, like, they broke the rules. Like, she did the same thing Jed did. She did the same thing Blake's been doing, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, no. She was dating somebody. She didn't know what the, like, outcome of that relationship was going to be. Casual dating is a thing, but somehow this franchise has not come to terms with at all at all just like weird. even the jed thing like i i feel like pretty ambivalent yeah. like i do the not only feel thing he did wrong about it it's not he lied saying to her. yeah exactly not giving her the opportunity to make her own choice yeah she would have probably made the choice to stay with him at, had he given her mm -hmm. the opportunity to make that choice that's it. and Dil is demi was giving derek the opportunity to make the choices that's what yeah. demi was doing that makes it better and like they like, Demi has been communicative, I feel like, from what we've seen, at least, since week one. Yeah, she was least. like, hey, dude, like, I have been seeing somebody for a while now. She's been communicative to the producer. She's done all these things. And it's it's just not the same. <laughs> but even then, also, sorry, they went on a vacation. I'm sorry, do you think, do you think that, like, Clay is not on there to also get a vacation. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, all of them are on there to get a vacation and maybe find love, maybe whatever. Also get paid for it because people get paid. Mm -hmm. So, I'm sorry. And also, I'm so sick of these people who consume this show who cannot literally live their lives in reality. 
I am so sorry. We knew immediately that Demi was going to be on VIP the moment she stepped on the Colton season. Yeah. You cannot tell me that they she would say no to it. The producers were, like, practically, literally begging her, you have to be on VIP. Yeah. So then she finds she dates a girl in between just because it happens. And then now you're going to be like, she can't go on it? Like, who's she's going to go on it? The fucking show's probably paying her double to yeah. go on it. And I'm sorry, like, here's another side note. Everyone's like, well, they're just taking advantage of this queer narrative to do this. I don't care. I so don't care. Take advantage of a queer narrative. As long I, as the queer narrative is on the fucking national television, I don't I think want we should have Demi get paid a million dollars. I want to fucking see it. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's just one of those things, like, I think you and I, like, as queer people, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh-huh. And, like, it's not that we haven't had the it's not that there wasn't an opportunity before we had jamie there were no other bi people on jamie's season so she had to date fucking justin who was just like a sunburnt motherfucker like ew yuck like that was her only option like it's just really frustrating that like we get this opportunity it feels like she is being as honest as she can throughout the entire fucking... Like, what the fuck do you expect her to do? What else do you want her to do? Uh, it's, it's so frustrating. It's wild. And, like, I think a lot of people are just like, well, it's, like, really gross that they, like, broke the rules. Like, BIP, like people shouldn't be on BIP unless they've been in the seasons. Like, we watch BIP so that we can see their, like, lives and personalities or whatever. And it's just like, okay, motherfuckers, you want to go there? Because I have some receipts. Yeah. Um, Like, they alter the rules all the fucking time on BIP. There aren't fucking rules on BIP. There aren't. Like, Ashley I's sister got to come on the show because Ashley I was a fan favorite. Demi is a fan favorite. The twins were a fan, fan favorite. favorite. Like... Nick Vial, fan favorite. Colton was a fan favorite. Every single one of those motherfucking people got the rules bent for them. Yes, 100%. Every single one. Every time. And, like, also, what rules are you talking about? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. What are you fucking talking about? Nick Vial, I listened to his podcast today. You should fucking listen to it, the most recent one. He's the voice of reason, and I know that is probably hard for a lot of y'all to hear, but he's the voice of reason, and he's like, the only two rules in Bip are don't lie, i.e. he meant, like, don't lie to producers, which Demi didn't. She told them what mm-hmm. was happening. Mm-hmm. And don't play people like a Dean mm-hmm. and a Blake. Mm-hmm. And he's like, those are the only two rules. He's like, there's no actual expectation for you to get married, and, like, that's it. Yeah. He's like, so she didn't break any fucking rules, so you all need to shut up. He was also, he responded to someone on Twitter earlier today. The person on Twitter said, I'm happy if Demi has found love. Love is love no matter who it's with, which is something I need to talk about immediately after I finish reading this tweet. Yes. Um, uh, but then leave the show. This is for bachelors and bachelors from previous seasons who have not found love. Hashtag just my opinion. He said... We really need to see the big picture and how this is positive and focus less on BIP rules that don't even exist. Is Christian showing up less authentic than someone you don't remember going home on night one? Yes. Amen. Nick Vials and like, rescue. One of the things that I noticed when I was, like, reading through, like, not only, like, the comments on our page, but, like, just the comments on, like, Chris Harrison's tweets, anything on Bachelor Nation, everyone's fucking pissed off. 
but they started off with like, I'm not homophobic, but, or like, I don't care about relationships that are heterosexual, homosexual, transgender, which I'm just like, hello, you fucking terminal asshole. That is not a sexual orientation, you fucking dick. Like, it's so nuts that people are like, also just like, I'm not transphobic. I just don't like that Demi likes women. And it's just like, what the, what? what the fuck? That doesn't have anything to do with anything. anything. You actual turd. You actual piece of turd. Because it's so, like, I saw that tweet. It was funny because it really was saying that transgender is like fucking sexuality. Relationship like, style. I, Excuse me? I can't. Uh, and it's like, that's probably what's potentially the most frustrating is that it's like, I wouldn't, would you even call it a microaggression? It's like over a microaggression. It's almost an aggression. It's, a, it's just, <laughs> but like it is, it's people just saying, I'm not this, but I'm this. And that is a very much what like a racist would say. That's very much like whatever. And the thing is, I agree. I started this out. I don't necessarily think that these people are actually actively homophobic, but what they are doing is they are committing microaggressions towards people who are experiencing oppression. Yeah. And bi people experience a really good proportion of oppression. uh, Even from the queer community. Within the queer community, not just from the straight community, but within the queer community. And so it's just really, um, it's really hurtful. It just really is to see, it's fine if you want to do this, but could you do it not in front of me? Yeah. Is literally what we've been hearing for majority of our lives if you are a bi person. So it's, that's why it's so fucking hurtful. Yeah. And then to have the reason that they're quote unquote justifying that we should go off screen is because of some kind of made up rule. How are they going to do the rose ceremony? How are they going to whatever? It's like, And oh like, those are God. things I'm curious about also, but that's not a reason that they should leave. No. It's fine. They've made accommodations so many other fucking times and no one has ever given a shit about it. Ever. It's so dumb. You guys are, this is your thing that you want to die on. Um, also, as we mentioned before, Derek will be fine. He also, is fine. We see him on Twitter being fine. Yeah. So also, these people who are on Twitter, like, did you not look at Derek's fucking Twitter? Yeah. He is fine. He's fine. They've known each other for two weeks. Also... No fucking offense, but, like, he's getting a Bachelor edit so hard. Like, you remember, like, last season with Colton, how, like, Colton was just like, oh, all this trauma, I don't know about Tia, blah, blah, blah. He was given this, like, really wonderful edit that made it possible for him to be Bachelor. People were fine with that. Derek is getting that right now, and Mike is not, and it's really fucking pissing me off. Yeah, because here's the thing. Would not be mad if Derek technically got it. But the problem is I want Mike to get it. Yeah. And that's not okay we, that we're getting this edit now. And also, it would be... Now you just saying it in this text, it kind of makes me feel, like, a little icky because Demi's going to have to literally go through weeks, if not months, of online bullying and Derek could get a fucking job as yeah, the lead. Yeah, like, like Sorry? What? That's what he the, gets? The, like, pinnacle of yeah. being a part of this franchise. Franchise? And she could get shat on and get mm-hmm. death threats? Yeah. I'm so sorry. This is not okay. No. It's very icky. And, like, it's also... I don't know. I just, like, kind of want to circle back to, like, some of the conversations we had, like, on the Instagram page today. Like, I I don't do the... Like, this is Danica speaking. I don't do the Instagram 
thing like at all. I like stuff. I sometimes comment on it. Jenna runs the Instagram on her own. And she also makes all the memes, and she's brilliant and wonderful and beautiful and talented, Thank and um, we love her so much. Um, Thank you. Please like and comment and subscribe. Um, but it's just, like, even dealing with these people that their their names sound like, you know, those, like, Twitter bots that you find that are just, like, uh, I love God 69-4-20-7000, um, but it's not funny. Um <laughs> Like, just somebody was... I, I took screenshots of it because I thought, like, she would delete or, like, we would block her. I mean, that's the whole thing you have to do. Um, It's just, like, I don't even care that they're the same sex. I care more about the fact that there's literally not any rules anymore. If at you want to be with your girlfriend, go home and be with your girlfriend. That wasn't fair to Derek. And why the fuck is someone who isn't even in the franchise in paradise? So where can I apply? And then, like, you responded... Um, somebody else was, like, defending that person. Somebody else defended that person. And then I was, like, literally, like, there are so many examples of them, like, not following the rules. And then, like, we, like, went back and forth for a long time. And this person was, like, uh, was that even in English? Oh, read the statement, the statement that she's saying that you're not speaking English. Okay, pretty what great. I said was, um, also... Like, this is the first interesting plotline this season, a real-ass relationship. Did you see how happy she was? Y'all are wild. And then I said in all caps, I want to see queer femmes be happy on TV for four hours a week. I choose to stand forever. And then I put in, like, um... What's that called? What kind of emoji is it? It's a... What is that called? Hmm. Parentheses. Parentheses. Ha! Uh, I'm a writer, everyone. Uh, I also said... And also, I love Derek and wish him the most happiness. And this person said, at Drug Feminist, was that even in English? And then I did, like, you know that Spongebob meme where it's like, <laughs> was that even in English? <laughs> and then I was like, go away, you fucking toad. <laughs> and this person <laughs> just, like... Oh my god, what else did she say? She was like, you're a snowflake or whatever. You got all upset. And then she, yeah, then she, she was like, oh, LOL, someone's mad. And I was like, yeah, LOL, snowflake gets mad at Kimberly42692. <laughs> Asshole bitch. But I just think it's funny. She's like, is that even English? I'm like, what part did she confuse? I think the part she was confused that was the word femme and maybe the word stan. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm so sorry that you're so confused by these words. This is more reason why this representation matters. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing. Oh, my God. We were talking about this last night. Also, a lot of uh, lesbian and bi relationships that are portrayed on TV um, are of one where there's one that's a very heavy, masculine, butch-type person. Yeah. And then a, a feminine-type woman. And, um, and they, they deserve representation so much, too. It's totally fine. Because the thing is, you go to porn, and everything you see in porn is two feminine-type women mm -hmm. fucking. Um, often, maybe not even necessarily queer. Maybe they are. It's a whole thing. But it's that's, like, idolized as, like, a pornographic aspect. And to have two feminine-type women having a romantic, mature expression of love on television is needed more so than ever because a we get the masculine butch type women getting representation often because it's somehow more acceptable because there's a 
man in their relationship. And we're and saying quote unquote. Quote unquote, man. yeah, like a quote unquote man. Because people can be like, oh, well, there's a masculine, there's a masculine presence in this relationship. Um, but so there's, that's an re- important reason. But then also because of the porn aspect, too. Like, femmes are fetishized, fetishized and we're just having them ex- be a human, and everyone's like, that's where I think some of these fucking people are uncomfortable with it is they think it's almost gross because they know that that porn exists or they know that that's like a thing like mm, I don't want to like mm. what if they start like mm. I, I think too like we have a lot of representation on television of like um gay men gay men Ugh. and there's not a whole lot of representation of gay women on TV where it's it's true like femme femme like just like love you know just what I mean love. and not like sexualized in any way like you see a lot of threesome shit yeah. with like two very feminine like hot women like doing shit but it's never just like I fucking like when you see Demi look at Christian that's love yeah. like that's what that looks like. And isn't that I, what this show's about? I have never fucking seen that before, like, literally in my life, and I think that's why I got so emotional about it, and it's just, like, I have never seen, like, a person that looks like me in love with a person that also looks like me, and they they just... You can tell. And I am also so confused about, like, why people are so upset, because, like, what the fuck else is there this season? It's just been, like, Blake bullshit, like, Nicole bullshit. It's all fucking nonsense, and the season's halfway over already. This is fucking beautiful. That is what love looks like. Why are you unhappy? It's, I... Derek is fine! It's so insane, the amount of mental gymnastics these people are doing in order to... That's where, that's where, that's why we're so mad. Here's the thing, that we've been going on this forever, that's the reason why we're mad, is that people are trying to literally take a beautiful thing that's happening, regardless of how you feel about queer representation, they're taking a beautiful love story and shitting on it because it doesn't follow some weird guideline that they're used to. That doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't fucking exist. (laughs) And also, like, the show has been better ever since things have been starting to change anyway, i.e. Colton, i.e. Hannah. People changing up the structure of the show is when the show gets more enjoyable. That's why we're so obsessed with it. So you're... We're doing something that's different and you're mad about it all because a man's feelings were hurt? Excuse me? Because that's what it, ah. No, and literally, like, nobody is saying that Derek doesn't deserve to have his feelings. He totally does. That fucking sucks. But also, other people have feelings. Blake has, is having feelings. Um, Dylan's having feelings. Everyone's having feelings. All the men are having feelings. All the women are having yeah. feelings. Like, it's fine. Isn't it so Demi's allowed to have feelings? And, uh, yeah, I know. It's crazy. The one thing I will say, like, as a criticism, but I don't mean it as a criticism, is that, like, there's a reason that two conventionally attractive white blonde women are allowed to have this, like, storyline are on, like, this season. Yeah, national television. It, like, it... It doesn't necessarily, like, match my experience as a queer person. Mm-hmm. But I want to see it. Mm-hmm. 
Like, let me see it. Why is it so offensive for people to, like, accept or, like, have to see something that doesn't match their experience when, like, it doesn't match mine either, but, like, I, like, I feel like I'm a part of this. It feels good to see it. I love love. Let me see it. <laughs> that is a Let really, me see it. That's a really beautiful way to say it. It does not match my experience either, yet I still would like to see it. And so if it doesn't match my experience and I'm okay with it, then it mm-hmm. should be fine for a straight person who mm-hmm. doesn't relate to it as well to watch it happen. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's not ruining anything. It's not oppressing anybody. Um, in fact, we're working towards the opposite, mm-hmm. so everyone can just sit down and calm down. Yeah. It's really important for people to see this. It's really important for people like Dana, I see it, who have struggled being accepted, even within the queer community, to be bi, um, and it's just, it's just important to see. And it's important to see that it's messy, too, because that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of relationships are messy. Yeah, I think that's one thing we were going to talk about, too, is just, like, um, being... Like, the experience of being, like, a baby queer, like Demi is, like, being 24 and sort of coming to terms with your own sexuality, coming out to your parents um, or your friends or your family or whomever you're going to come out to, and then, like, trying to date after that is really hard. Like, I'm a queer person. Um, I, I also identify as bisexual, and I have had sexual relationships with women, but I have never, like, seriously dated women before. And so, like, seeing this was, like, honestly, honest to God, like, a breath of fresh air. Because, like, being, like, a queer baby is hard. And I think we see this with Christian when they have their, like, one-on-one date, where she's like, I don't know if I trust you, necessarily. Which is so within her right to yeah, do. Totally fine. Um, because a lot of it, it's an unfortunate uh, stereotype that is true. A lot of straight women do the thing where they're like, "Oh, we'll make out, we'll like fuck, but I'm not gay." Mm-hmm. At the end of it, and for like a lot of like lesbian women, that's traumatizing. Hard. It's hard. It's difficult to find somebody that you connect with and like and who is actually like into you and in it for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and I think Christian was feeling that super hard and Demi's 24 she's just coming into her own sexuality she came out on television you know like I totally get where Christian is coming from and again another good reason for us to see it on tv this is a thing this is what happens in queer communities Mm -hmm. good this is representation Let us see it so that the rest of us can also, like, figure out how to better go about doing this. Because, like, I don't even know how to go about doing this the right way anymore. Yeah. And it's, it was, like... I think what's really amazing is that these, a lot of straight people just do not realize straight and white and cis people. I know it sounds so, like, cliche to be like, straight, cis, white people. But the thing is, with those people... People who identify with all of those aspects, which is my myself included, well, mm-hmm. sorry, not straight, but just like a cis white person, is that you were never from the day you were born to have to question who you were yeah. and to have to not receive utter support from your family and society. Mm-hmm. And eventually, yes, you might have actually super great support from your family for however you identify. But like, 
that that would have had to come at a journey, at a cost, at a thing. And, like, that's where people don't realize is that it's important to see other aspects of it because people are not getting that from their, their personal lives. Mm-hmm. And you have to see that struggle and people can, ah, it's so important. <laughs> it's so important. Uh, and these people who are commenting just do not realize, I don't really care. Can't we all just have love? Love is great. I don't, all and it's like, lives yeah, matter. We, we ab- <laughs> well, the thing is like, aside from the all lives matter part, like, yeah, we absolutely can. Why are you so offended that two women are doing it? There you go. And that's, and that's right back at you. Fucking, if, if the, none of it matters and we all are happy with the love, then let them just keep on fucking loving each other. Yeah. And like, why? How is it so hard for you guys to see two people just, like, in love on television? Like, Derek will find somebody, or he won't, and that's okay, too. Like, that's been half the fucking cast so far. Are you that upset that Onyeka didn't find love? Are you, like, that upset that, like, fucking Kevin didn't find Like, shut the fuck up. Half these people don't find love. Two people get fucking engaged. They always break up later. It's fine. Like... All these people are fine. Let me see femme on femme joy. These people love each other. How do you not see, like, that kind of embrace and just, like, like die with, like, holy shit, this is wonderful and beautiful to see? It's so much internalized hatred and projection. It's insane. It's wild. I made a meme similar about Mike earlier this week. He's so happy and he's skateboarding. And I was like, mm-hmm. if looking at these photos does not make you the most happy you've ever been in your life, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with yeah. you. Because that is a thing. If you can't just, like, look at somebody who's being genuinely happy and you're also your whole claim to fucking fame is, why, why can't everyone just be happy? Okay, here's a black man being happy. Here's a fucking bi woman being happy. Mm-hmm. Can we all be happy? You want us to be happy? We're, we're being happy. <laughs> like, let us be yeah. happy. Well, you have to be happy in the right way, which <gasps> is just um, uh, the white way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was good. Thank you. Oh, fuck everybody. Yeah, it, it, it's just like, you guys, just be fucking cool. Just be fucking cool. I'm so, we're, we are so sorry, not really, that we went on this fucking... I'm actually not sorry at all. Yeah. The thing is, like, I think as this podcast, I am super willing to say that we are 100% sympathetic to what Derek is going through. Mm -hmm. It fucking sucks. Totally get it. We're all, like, again, nuance exists, y'all. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be on one side or the other. Like, you're expecting people to follow their heart throughout the entire season, but when someone does that and it hurts for, like, someone that you like, like, that's not allowed anymore. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, Derek's gonna find somebody eventually. It's gonna be great. He's going, he's going to find somebody that's like really into him. Like, when you hear someone talking about, like, sometimes I don't want him to touch me, that's not a person that he should be with. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't want him to be with that person, wouldn't no. you? You'd want him to be healthy, happy like, with somebody else. I am so sympathetic to the fact that this hurts his feelings because he thought that something was there that wasn't there. Yeah. But, like, also, like, can we celebrate her joy in finding someone that she thinks is wonderful for her? And he he has room now to find somebody else. And 
wow, two weeks after seeing somebody, he can totally find somebody that is super into him. He's hot. He's emotionally intelligent. He's wonderful. Thank you, Taylor, for all of your yeah, wonderful uh, work. Let's honestly on this give man. a fucking round of applause for Taylor. Oh, I might actually listen to her podcast this week to see if she oh, talks about I it. Do, I do love her. Oh, yeah, no, I love her. I just haven't listened to the podcast yet, but. Um, yeah, it just, it's really unfortunate that this is the case because I know the Bachelor Nation can have capacity to like multiple people at once because I see it, I live it, I breathe it, I'm in the Instagram comments all day long. I can have the capacity to like fucking somebody like a Nick and I can like, oh, I'm sorry. I know I've, I've not even been shy about this on the podcast. I like an Ari and I know that he did very bad things, but I can have capacity to like all of the different types of people. I didn't and, know this uh, about you and Ari. Fair, I, but I can like an, I can like a raven. For me to leave. I can like everybody. Goodbye. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know? Yeah. And so I know the Bachelor Nation can do that. Yep. That's why ultimately Dan and I want to leave this podcast and saying, what is the problem is that these people are actually being biphobic and homophobic because I know they have the capacity to have these feelings for multiple people, yet they are choosing to not have that for this particular specific situation and yeah. that is where it's not okay and that is my mic drop my, my final thoughts on that pretty much um honestly let us know what you feel <laughs> i guess as well no, I, mean, I mean unless you let us know if you agree, agree otherwise shut the fuck up <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, we got some really nasty comments already again on the Instagram just in the time that we're recording this podcast. So I peed for 35 seconds and we have three new horrible comments. Yeah. So, so please if go to the pod, the Instagram, um, it's a date card pod. Look at the podcast, the, the memes I make comment, um, in support of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, go to hell. Thank you. Please. Um, spread the love. Spread the memes, spread the images of Demi kissing another woman. Really, honestly, this is a call to action for people who want to, like, show support that they're not the type of people who have been making these comments and doing these things. If you guys are really in support of what's happening, help spread the word. Retweet the good tweets. Spread the memes. Review our podcast. (laughs) Honestly, like, um, please reply to people like Chris Harrison, though, because I... He, he tweeted yesterday how he was, like, really proud of this episode, yeah. and every comment that I read today was, like, super negative. So, like, please just, like, respond and be... Send good ones. Send something nice. Yeah. Because, like, I want to see content like this in the future. I yeah. think most of us do. Um, Here's the thing, because if you guys are so pressed about the fact that she had to bring another woman outside of the franchise onto there in order to date, the fact that... Demi could eventually leave this franchise still successful and not have gone bankrupt from losing her career by being out will give future bachelors and bachelorettes the bravery they need to be open about their sexuality because I guarantee you there have been plenty of bisexuals on the show that we have never heard from because they do not feel comfortable coming out for fear of being ostracized and not given sponsorship deals so the fact that Demi can successfully navigate this and we can continue to support her means that we won't have the quote-unquote randos coming on to the show because there will be a bip one day where there are four bisexuals Mm -hmm. this is the future the liberals want yeah <laughs> and we are trying this to create is the future it that liberals want. so let us create this this future if you want there to be more you know 
fairness, quote unquote, then continue to help make that happen. Yeah. And comment on Kristen's Instagram positively, please. And also, uh, anyway, fuck Blake. Fuck Blake. Um, and final words, final words. Um, if you are also a hot babe, uh, who wants to slide into my DMs? It's my birthday this coming week, and um, I am accepting all nudes. Um, my last words are: It's Jenna's birthday in one week, and I'm poor. And we had a listener. We had a listener. <laughs> we had a listener slide into my DMs that I was. Yeah. It was like the first like yeah. DM that I was like, "Fuck yeah, I love this. <laughs> I love this." She doesn't know what it's about yet, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but if you would like to donate to Jenna's birthday fund, please do that if you want. Send I mean, me a DM. My uh, Instagram handle is at Drunk Feminist. And mine is Jenna with a smile. Again, follow us at Daycard Pod on Twitter. It's Daycard Podcast. I'm tweeting a little bit more often. Um, please like us, review us. Please just review us possibly. Yeah. Um, I'm so tired of looking at the old reviews. Um, we're talking to you, Curtis, and we're talking to you, Justin. Please. We're complimenting you, Curtis, and we're complimenting yeah. you, Justin. You're so beautiful. <laughs> um, and we'll see you guys next week. Um, cannot promise you that we'll be any more happier, um, but it's fine. And uh, we're almost fun. done, y'all. We're almost done with the season. I am loving it, but like it's we're hitting that fatigue. And we, it's oh my god, be. we had the baby, and it's it's time it's, to it's, be done. Yeah. Um, but we love you guys so much and um we should just end it the way we started. One, two, three, we're gay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready.